Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello there, you are listening to Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast. We're into season two now, and between special guests and experts, I wanted to keep adding in my own shorter episodes that focus on something a little bit more specific, so that you can jump back to these as and when you need them. For this one, I am joined by Bear, he's sitting on my lap, keeping me nice and zen, and I want to talk about travel anxiety and how I cope with that. So anxiety around travel is probably one of the biggest roadblocks I've had to overcome and I wouldn't really say I'm 100% there yet but I am working on it all of the time. Um, I've developed some coping mechanisms and not only is it getting easier, it's actually becoming something that I enjoy and the panic before I travel is definitely reducing. Some people suffer a lot with anxiety and panic attacks and yet they have absolutely no fear when it comes to traveling. I am not that person. I don't have a fear of flying. Oddly, I feel very calm when I'm on a plane because I guess I can't control it and it's out of my hands. And when things are really outside of my control, such as the weather or something, I kind of just tend not to freak out as much, which is weird. But also, thank God for that because I freak out about everything else. But I do feel very uneasy about going away. Um, I've always struggled with anxiety around travel because it takes me literally outside of my comfort zone. And when I'm away, I don't have that familiarity. I don't have my own bed. I don't have the same people or routines or comforts that I rely on at home. For such a long time, definitely throughout my early 20s, I would have done whatever I could do to avoid going away. And to be honest, like looking back, I feel quite sorry for myself because I feel like I missed out on so much. I never admitted it to anyone else or even to myself that the reason I didn't want to go was because I was just scared. I'd make up any manner of excuses, anything that sounded like a valid reason for not going along, especially on a group trip. Group trips freaked me out even more because when you're with the group, you kind of have to go along with what everyone wants to do. And there's a bit more pressure there or at least there certainly was when I was when I was younger. I chose to miss out entirely on J1 experiences going to America. My friends were off in San Francisco for three months at a time and I just stayed at home. Uh, I was terrified at the idea of being away for quite that long and being that far away and I was also very scared at the amount of partying that would be involved and I know it makes me sound like the most boring person ever but too much fun did not a calm Caroline make. The biggest thing for me with travel was always what if. So what if I don't feel well? What if I'm sick? What if I have to catch a flight or a train or a bus on the day that I'm sick? How will I cope with that? 
And hearing about people's trips to Thailand and getting boats around to islands so hungover that they had to puke off the side of the boat, that was just my idea of hell. Nothing scares me more than being sick, like physically vomiting or having a bug, and nothing scares me more than having that while I'm away from home. And of course, if you're afraid of being unwell, that fear will go up to 90 when you think about being abroad, because we feel that our chances of being unwell also go up. Because we're eating different foods, we might react funny, we might get a dodgy ice cube, we might just pick something up, we might jump into a, a river or a lake and just catch some parasite. And I, I know listening to this probably freaking you out more, but the chances are you won't, you won't. Other people would say to me, you know, ah yeah, sure, everyone catches a bug in Asia, but you just get on with it. Uh, no, not me. I would not get on with it. I would panic. I would cry. I would want to go home and I would, I doubt if I could salvage anything from the holiday. I think what's almost worse than the being sick is the worry about being sick. So for the first few days anywhere, I barely eat. There's not a chance I'm having ice in my drinks. And while that might sound a bit extreme, I just need to give myself a day or two to settle into it. If I have a twinge in my tummy, I'll immediately jump to the worst case scenario that I've just contracted Ebola or something and my mind will run away on me. And I will create anxiety symptoms that wouldn't be there were enough for my anxiety. And this might be the kind of twinge that I don't even notice when I'm at home in my tummy, but when I'm away, I'm watching myself like a hawk. And I'm actually in the process kind of ruining the experience. Like what was the point in going away if if this was how I was going to feel? So this was my mentality right through my late teens, my early 20s. Then when I had my really bad experience with anxiety and panic attacks in 2014, which was pretty acute for about a year, my anxiety around travel then became so much worse. And it became, what if I panic when I'm away? So now it was not just what if I'm sick, it's what if I feel uneasy. And of course you feel uneasy when you're away because you're away. So what if I feel so anxious and scared and I'm on the other side of the world? I'm away from things that help me to feel better. I would think that I was guaranteed to feel more anxious because I was away. With such an anxious mindset, it never occurred to me that maybe there would be some benefits to going away. Maybe, you know, if I could work on the fear, I'd actually enjoy myself. And so I just opted out of everything again, thinking I'd just deal with it when I had to. I remember one year after my really bad anxiety um, when I was housebound and one of my best friends was getting married and she had asked me to be her bridesmaid and it was it was a wedding here in Ireland but it was on the other side of the country so we all had to kind of go away for like a three day as a standard Irish wedding now it's kind of a three day thing and I was terrified. Not only would I have to be there I would have to not be sick, I would have to be on form, I would have to be a good bridesmaid. Now my friend wasn't putting me under any pressure at all, the pressure was coming from me but I felt like I would have to get involved with everything and I couldn't just go home early if I felt anxious. I had to show up and I and I wanted to show up. I wanted to be there and have a good time for such an important event in my life for, for one of my best friends. I did not want to be there and I was just getting so tired of always hearing the word no in my head when anything that took me outside of my own comfort zone, even outside of my own bed, because even the idea of sleeping over in other people's houses was also unnerving me. I just was sick of it. And as I was writing Owning It, I started to distinguish between my personality and my anxiety. So do I just not want to ever go away from home because that's who I am, because it's my personality, or do I not want to do so because of my anxiety? And if I didn't experience anxiety and my stomach was solid as a rock and nothing ever upset my tummy, would I want to go? The answer was a resounding yes. If I could just switch my anxiety off, I would be there in a heartbeat. I would be always sipping a pina colada somewhere once it was dairy-free, of course. And I would just take a big fat bite out of life and just see what all the fuss is about, see what I was missing out on. So I looked towards my future and I just kind of thought, I really don't want to keep missing out because of my stupid arsehole wanking anxiety. I need to do something about this. So when I was addressing my anxiety in every way as part of owning it to to manage just my day-to-day life, travel would inevitably become part of that. And it was the biggest test of my coping mechanisms by far. So not just my own holidays that I would book myself, but weddings abroad, work opportunities abroad, hen parties abroad, group getaways, all of that kind of thing. 
And so I had to learn to cope. And I, as I said, I'm, I don't think I'm 100% of the way there yet, but I've come a long way and I want to share what, what I've learned. So I've gone from having panic attacks in my own parents' house when I would stay over during my worst days because my comfort zone was so rigidly confined to the apartment that I was living in that even being in my parents' house felt unnerving to me, which might sound completely crazy, but that's how bad I was. Fast forward to this year when I was in Thailand in January for my honeymoon. I was in New York for two weeks by myself mostly in March for my book launch. I had lots of work trips and leisure trips over to the UK. I had a family trip to Spain and by the time this episode will be published, I will have done my two-week trip to Japan for the Rugby World Cup that takes me from Osaka to Kyoto to Fukuoka and Tokyo. Now obviously if freaking out about one night away from your your home is, is where you're at right now, I wouldn't advise that you just book a flight to Asia tomorrow. I got to that point slower over time with lots of stretch zone experiences and lots of little steps outside my comfort zone. And each time I'd have a travel experience, I'd almost always be completely fine. And then I'd come back a little bit more confident and more excited about the next chance to travel. And it became something to enjoy and to look forward to rather than to just endure. So I started off with things like one night away at a spa hotel with Barry or with my mom or with someone who I really feel I can be completely myself with. And I built it up to maybe a weekend away with Barry's family Barry also still with me and I kind of went very very incrementally not so much I didn't really plan it that way but I just I only ever did what I was able for at the time and I knew that I wanted to be able to go away further afield and be able to go away with groups so I started with what was the most I guess the least anxiety inducing idea for me and I would add to it every time. Once I had gotten used to the idea of being away with Barry I then realized that maybe I was going to rely on him too much so my next step was to maybe try a weekend away with just my girlfriends. So maybe it started off with, you know, a night away down the country and then I graduated on to a weekend abroad with them. So it's those really small steps that are really important to take and to observe as you go and see, okay, what are you able for? What are you feeling you're still a little bit unsure of? What can you try the next time? And it really is all all those experiments that you have to do in order to get on top of your travel anxiety and your anxiety in general. So to these days, the first thing is to understand that anxiety will spike around travel for the reasons that I've already mentioned, because you're outside of your comfort zone, because it's unfamiliar, and your anxiety likes familiarity. I then learned to accept, as I have done my anxiety in general, I learned to accept and to expect the anxiety before a trip. I also stopped putting myself under pressure to go away and have an anxiety-free experience. Like everything else in my life, anxiety was probably going to be there with me, And if I could just say, okay, I'm taking the anxiety with me. Okay, I'm going to feel anxiety before I go. It doesn't mean I can't go. It doesn't mean I won't have a good time. That made things easier. So not only did I expect it and sort of embrace it beforehand, I learned to expect that I might feel it while I'm away as well. Such as, you know, on the first night anywhere, I never sleep well. And instead of panicking about that, I now know it just takes me a little bit longer to get settled somewhere. And lots of people, even without anxiety, find that they can't sleep well somewhere on their first night. It just takes me a little bit longer and I work with myself in this way instead of punishing myself because of it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term 
medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So when I booked Japan, I had a good old freak out. I was really terrified and... I think, I think Japan is farther than Thailand, so that was definitely going to be the furthest I've ever been from home. And it wasn't only with Barry, it was with three other couples. So there was a bit of a group, you know, we would have to do things as a group. And also I know it would be a culture shock in Japan and there would be very little familiarity. And I think probably most people would feel a little bit of anxiety about this, but maybe they wouldn't see it as a bad thing or they wouldn't identify it in the first place. And they would see that being out of their comfort zone as sort of a reason to be excited. I'm not one of those people. So I have my little panic attack well, I wouldn't say panic attack. I have my little just wobble when I book the trip. So I think, oh shit, you've booked it. You've committed to it now. I then tell myself, okay, worst case scenario, nobody's holding a gun to your head, forcing you onto the plane on that day. This is my choice. I am choosing to do something that's for me. And ultimately it's also for my anxiety because my anxiety overall will reduce as a result of me doing this. I will be so proud of myself for doing it. I then think about the feeling of achievement and personal growth that I will get at the end of the trip or hopefully while I'm on the trip and I use that to get excited about it so I can kind of reframe the negative travel anxiety as an opportunity to kick anxiety's ass and then it becomes motivating and something to look forward to. Then I look at the facts so yes I'm not at home but for this trip I'm with Barry my husband and with him this sounds really corny but anywhere it can feel like home and I know this is harder obviously if you're traveling traveling alone and while I've traveled alone for work I don't think I travel solo purely for pleasure because it just doesn't do anything for me. I've just sort of accepted that I find comfort in people that I'm with in, in you know being with people who mean something to me whether it's my family or my friends or Barry and I just build my trips around that you know it's not that I can't travel alone but I'm just choosing to suit myself by traveling with people. I also do not slum it, not at all. Never have done, never will do. But now that I'm in my 30s, I get the excuse of, oh, but we did that when we were tw- when we were in our 20s. I didn't do it when I was in my 20s. I didn't do it when I was in my teens. And now, thankfully, I can just blame old age. But really, it's because of my anxiety. The idea of slumming it might be for you. But if I can get a little bit of comfort out of a hotel room, somewhere that I can just curl up if I happen to feel rough and I want to watch Netflix on my laptop, I'm going to do what I can to factor that in. So I'm going to save up a little bit of extra money to book the hotel that is nicer because again, that will all help my anxiety. I'm putting comforts in place. Again, I probably would survive camping, but I don't think I'd enjoy it. And that's not my anxiety talking, that's my personality talking. So I'm suiting my personality and as a result, I'm disarming my anxiety. Then I allow myself to think of the worst case scenarios because I know they're going to be circling around my head. And if I ignore them and pretend that I'm not anxious, they will just get bigger and bigger. And then I probably will have a full-blown panic attack. And the last thing I want to do is feel that way on the night before I go because I've been burying the feelings up to this point and then I really hit the fan and it feels 10 times worse because I have to go the next day. Let yourself panic well in advance so that it can all settle down and by the time you're going, you've confronted it. So I think to myself, what if I'm sick? So I go to a pharmacy and I stock up on supplies such as Imodium, Motilium, painkillers. I also, as a handy tip, get activated charcoal because it's supposed to be amazing if you do get a bug and it just absorbs the badness right up. 
This is about preparing for the worst case scenario and when you feel prepared and like you've confronted the idea, it becomes a lot less scary. It's like seeing the killer in a horror movie or seeing the ghost, you know, halfway through the movie, if they show us what the thing looks like, we're not as scared for the rest of the movie. Now, I also know that the chances of me being sick are very slim, but I know that the chances of me panicking about feeling sick are high. So I do these things to reduce the panic. And I just think of it as preemptive damage control. I think, what if I feel anxious when we're away? What if I don't feel up to doing what the group wants to do? And then I remind myself again that I always have a choice. I can opt out of any plans while I'm there and choose to stay in my hotel and choose to stay in bed. The truth is nobody's going to be upset with me because I'm not impacting on their trip. Knowing I have this leeway, which I've afforded myself, helps me to feel calm. And as a result, I probably will want to do what everyone else is doing because I'm not under as much pressure to do it. For that same reason, I don't like to overplan too much when I travel either. So I prefer to go with a few ideas on, or a list of things that I'd like to do that would be nice to achieve by the time we go home. But I don't necessarily have an itinerary mapped out for every single hour. I know for some people that might actually help um, if you've planned it yourself because you want to be super in control. But for me, I feel better when I have a less strict approach. Again, this just takes the pressure off and you can experience your holiday a bit more intuitively. So like if you feel like going for a hike on that day, you can. If you don't, you can you know, go and eat some nice food. Obviously, this isn't always doable, such as if you're on a work trip or you're on a hen party when, you know, there is more of a plan. But I still tell myself in those situations that if I really, if push comes to shove and I really feel like opting out, I can. Nobody has a gun to your head. Chances are, though, I won't need to. I also try not to build up my trips too much in advance of going. So I think as a general coping mechanism for my anxiety, in any case, I don't like to actively anticipate things because when I do that, chances are I will anticipate them in a negative way. So when people ask me or they say to me, you know, you must be so excited you're going on your trip soon. In my head, I'm like, oh, thanks for reminding me. But I'm like, nah, not really. I don't like going into things with expectations. I much prefer to go with an open mind. And as a result, I almost always have a brilliant time. So rather than building it up in advance, I keep busy right up until I go away. And then I approach the days leading up to traveling in a very practical way. So striking things off my to-do list, making sure everything is taken care of and done so that when I do go to the airport, I can actually enjoy myself. I can have a glass of Prosecco, which I love to do. I can get myself something nice and duty-free and it becomes a more enjoyable experience. Something I do still struggle with is feeling sick before I go while I'm still at home. So the day that you travel is sort of, you know, non-negotiable unless you're prepared to lose the money that you've spent on the flight. So I would struggle a bit with this because I need to be there. I need to feel good and I need to fly. And so if I have indigestion or whatever, anything like a little blip in my tummy in the days leading up to it, I will be worried at night time that it's going to be something more sinister than it actually is, like a bug. I imagine that I'm going to be vomiting right up until the day I go. And what will I do? Like, will I cancel? Will I go? And this is where I have to get really strict on myself. And Barry helps with this because he can see that I'm getting into a cycle of anxious thoughts. And we talk about it, we normalize it, and then we practice mindfulness, or I practice mindfulness. So I say to Barry that I'm feeling sick and that I'm worried, and he says, okay, let's look at this logically. All of the times that you say you're going to be sick, how often are you actually sick? And the answer is almost never. And I remember one time getting a bug and being like, ha, I told you I was right. And the truth was, when I actually got sick, I was too busy being sick to actually panic about it, and I coped totally fine. And I remember feeling really proud of myself. So when this happens and I start to feel panic about being sick before I go, I refocus my attention away from my worried thoughts and onto something nice instead. And I do this when I'm away as well if it happens. So I get stuck into a documentary or a book or I listen to a guided meditation. I rationalize with myself that I'm only feeling this way because I'm anxious about going away and that's all it is. I will be fine. Again, I think it's really important to vocalize your anxiety, to address it, to address your concerns. I mean, I had no issue saying to my friends who were also going that I was a little bit anti about somewhere like Tokyo because... 
it just seems completely crazy and mad and such a different place to be and there's so many stimulants there's so many lights and it just it looks absolutely bananas and like the worst place for someone with anxiety to be um so I just sort of said look I'm, I'm kind of feeling I'm going to be a bit overwhelmed and they would say yeah like that makes total sense for you but you're going to be there with us you're going to be fine and you can always go back to your hotel if you don't like it so saying it out loud makes it less of an issue in that I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I don't have to pretend to be a natural, eager traveller. I don't have to pretend that I'm going to be swanning around Tokyo by myself, you know, like lost in translation. That's not going to be me. I am an anxious person and I like to travel and I can do both and so can you. All you have to do is just bring your coping mechanisms with you. You rely on the same tools you'd use at home, but you bring them away. And you allow for comforts, whatever they are to you, where you can. And then you tell yourself, look, you've prepped for this as best you can. The hard work is done. You've thought about the worst case scenarios. You've packed the right things that will make you feel better. You've booked a nice hotel that will make you feel comfortable. And as a result, you can kind of park it and then entertain the idea that maybe you'll enjoy yourself. I hope that you found this short episode helpful. Um, Thanks for tuning in to Only the Anxiety podcast. And thank you as always for reviewing and subscribing. I'll be back next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access the full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.